1: everybody welcome back to the no bad days podcast season two episode number three i'm troy McTavish checking in from ottawa ontario let's check in with the other boys i'm gonna go to jordan martin here first this time mix it up marty oh looking a little swollen there buddy how's everything going
2: oh not that good right now i am on day four of healing from a high stick to my face that cut the outside of my lip the inside of my lip and it, my tooth is starting to hurt today now.
3: Uh oh.
2: So, yeah, I'm just having a hard, hard past few days. And yeah, that's me here in Winnipeg. Johnny, how's it
3: going? Yep. Uh, we're reporting live from Hamilton, Ontario here. So, uh, it's going good. Uh, Marty, it's nice to see that you look like even more of a hockey player now. So, keep that up, my boy. And then, uh, yeah, things have been going good, though, boys. Just getting eager to get back. Uh, into into
1: an actual hockey season i guess yep same here it's been september so far has been slow um so marty high sticks don't feel good to start with but there's nothing worse than a high stick in summer skate
2: in c division take us through it was me and my brother just went to fill in for some guys that that uh we work out with at the gym and it was just like a c division fun skate first period I already had a goal. Not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I'll pat myself on <laughs> the back. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And but I was just going one on one just one on one. And I got by him and then he tried to reach for me as I was by him and he high sticked me.
3: Mm. I don't hurt so bad right now. Did you did you turn around and like say something to him or like no, lock him was, back or anything? No, because
2: it was instantly pouring everywhere oh really nice yeah it was bad oh fuck. yeah
1: you try to oh. fight him after
3: yeah how how mad were you at that guy
2: yeah i had some he tried to apologize and then i didn't accept it <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's awesome you're just like nobody just beat it Dude, I, I i do kind of deserve it in a way because during my summer skates i was skating with younger guys all summer and i i sticked one of them in the face and like chipped half his tooth and cut his whole upper lip this was like a month ago oh he's a whl player Or you mean a bully yeah and i apologize he accepted it he was nice about it but i i wasn't
3: <laughs> uh, so a little little karma coming full circle mm-hmm. hey that's all right but honestly like that's like that's like the issue with playing in certain leagues i guess in the summer or like just going out for fun is some guys like treat it like that's like their nhl you know what i mean so it's uh they go a little harder than they should be and um some guys aren't the uh greatest skaters in the world so uh the scary players are those guys and the ones that are unpredictable because you don't know like if they're gonna even like fall and their stick comes up and wax you in the eye or something so um it's uh it's always weird playing in those games you try not to like put yourself in those situations and the funny thing is I skated on Tuesday
2: with the same team and the guy that I know like my contact on the team got a yeah. puck, got a puck to the face in the exact same spot that I got this cut and <laughs> go get five stitches <laughs> and I'll tell my mom that and then she goes well, George, you should probably wear like a cage or like a bubble or anything. I'm like, mom, it's hockey. Like, no, it's like, it happens. Like if it's going to happen, it's going to
3: happen. And then on Thursday, <laughs> yeah, it happened. Yeah. Oh God. That's usually when it happens is when you're talking or thinking about it or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what, uh, that's what I always tell my mom when she, t- she always tells me to wear a cage and be careful. I'm like, the more you talk about it, the more likely it's going to happen.
3: Yeah. And like 95% of the time, nothing happens, (laughs) but Hey, it's not a hundred. And then it's also shitty. It's also shitty being the guy that like accidentally does it. Cause like, we've all been there. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't remember if I've told this story on the pod before. It was one of my very first uh, junior B games and we're skating around in warm ups doing the butterfly just shooting pucks and as i'm like i'm feeling good out there i'm like hopping with energy first couple games of the season excited first time wearing a visor really and i wind up to take one of the hardest snappers i have i've ever fucking released off a hockey stick and doesn't one of the 20 year olds just come right in front of me as i'm releasing it right in the ankle misses the rest of the game in warm-ups because of a 16 year old yeah <laughs> he that wouldn't uh, go over well he was not my friend the rest of the season no matter how many towels i grabbed them didn't mm-hmm. like me yeah uh, i wouldn't be your friend either. That's an yeah. that was a tough one
1: yeah that would be tough on the uh the confidence too
3: and especially like because like obviously like you know you guys know how it is like some older guys that um if a young guy messes up they uh they could really give it to him right and uh so he was giving it to me so i thought i'd be a smart ass and give it back and i go we'll get the fuck out of the way next time <laughs> so uh, that that didn't help the situation
1: No, that pours gasoline right on that fire yeah don't you know i don't know what happens when do that
3: what's that i said and you know what happens when you do that little gas on the fire oh yeah you're chalked up right you're on the whiteboard for yeah. five. i got i got five for that one and then, and then uh followed up by 20 for being 16 so yeah, yeah well that, that doesn't help either yeah uh, uh, there's really nothing you can do about the second one
1: no no i uh, just be 17 right yeah exactly <laughs> just be a year older if you're gonna do that yeah
3: no i should have been conceived earlier i guess yeah that would have helped yeah, yeah um cool.
1: talk to my parents about that one speaking of uh getting hit in the face did you guys catch it in the ufc events this weekend or did, were you guys uh occupied on saturday night
2: i was occupied saturday night a little bit but I, I gotta say quick i golfed another legit round and i hit, shot 98 so there you go keep that breaking 100 streak alive yeah i was yeah did everything right. Dropped my balls. Took the strokes.
1: Now you got to. Uh, now you got to set your sights on breaking ninety. Oh
2: God! Yeah.
1: Well, I, I will say. It.
2: I will say this is off topic again, but it's just my putting now. Yeah. Like I'm actually not bad getting there, and then I just three putt everything.
1: Well, so. see if you if you take out three putts, then you're already under ninety. Then I know. I just got to figure that out. I will work on it. That's a tough one. Yeah. Just got to have some touch around the greens. That's the biggest part. Get a feel for it. Yeah. So anyways, uh, UFC was, uh, I don't know if you guys obviously didn't catch any of it, but I didn't really want to talk about the fights too much. I just wanted to, like, how crazy are these people that are just going in there and uh, duking it out with, you know, basically bare knuckles for 15 to 25 minutes straight. And essentially, no rules. Yeah, but yeah.
3: How how often, how often do UFC fighters fight a year?
1: They fight, I think, three, three times is probably the average. Maybe a little less. Maybe a little more, depending on who it is.
2: Yeah, I'd say yeah. probably anywhere from two to three.
1: And obviously, like
3: it's very different. But like, if you put that into comparison to, you know, guys that played in the NHL. 20 30 years ago that some guys are bare, bare knuckle boxing on ice basically 30 times a year yeah with direct blows to the face not like and i know ufc like you could kick a guy in the head and all but like when you're doing that 30 times a year like that's insane
1: yeah well the thing about is like you're not fighting hockey you're not fighting for three five minutes three minutes straight that's true minutes. And then you're and then you're taking a 30 second break and then you're going at it again and then you're repeating that again but i will say that is true um the crazy thing about this ufc was um, you obviously know who your opponent is well in advance yeah so you can prepare for the type of fighter they are but uh there was a bunch there was like three or four guys that missed weight at the weigh-ins so they shuffled everybody around and no, and like the top three fighters didn't fight the guys that they were preparing for So everyone was fighting someone different and they only found out the day before they fight. So they had about 24 hours to prepare, which was crazy. I I did hear that there was some controversy over guys missing weight,
3: uh, one, one, and this is again, just uh, a rumor that I read on the internet. Uh, I can't remember the fighter's name. So beg my pardon for that, but he's got like links to like, like he's Russian, I guess.
1: Yeah. That's, that's Tamaev
3: yeah there's some like sketchy stuff going around um involving uh russian gangsters and all that stuff and missed his weight on purpose uh so you what happens there then is you take you you get fined however x amount of dollars but you still fight so you can still win your money right yeah so it's um like yeah there's some sketchy stuff going on there like kind of uh bending the rules a little bit
1: yeah, it'd be interesting. To, the fans were mad at the Russian guy after he won because he beat the guy that he he ended up fighting pretty easily. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to touch on that. Uh, NFL football started this weekend. I know Marty and I tuned into Sunday football. I don't know if you, if you did, Johnny. I don't know if you're as much of a football guy.
3: No, honestly, boys. And this is such an unpopular opinion. I feel, but I I don't think
1: football was made for TV, man. I agree. I oh, disagree. Man. I think football, great. I think football is way better on TV than it is in person.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's just so
2: boring. I enjoyed spending literally the whole Sunday from 12 till 10 30 watching football.
3: Yeah. Like, it's you know, what? Thing, I, by
2: myself too.
3: Yeah. like that, that, that I don't think I could pull off. If you're with the boys and the boys are liking it, I could, I could put up with that a thousand percent and don't get me wrong. Like, I could watch football. Like I understand it, whatever. It's just like, the plays are 10 seconds long at best. And then there's like a five minute break in between. Yeah, it just I, seems that way. It's just like, I I just, I, I just can't do it. And you know, I don't care if I get roasted for having that opinion at all. Just, um, I don't, I don't see the excitement in
1: football. Well, do you like watching baseball? Live, not on TV baseball's boring live too though yeah but <laughs> uh, i don't know they're just different is that I because guess. well is it because you actually have a team in baseball that you can root for i root for the jays in the playoffs i would say okay so you also players. every
3: time every time i go to a jays game i'm hammering beers and hot dogs
1: right so you're getting into the
3: atmosphere yeah you're getting into it right right
1: have you ever been to an nfl
3: football game johnny I have not have you guys yeah we yeah. went
1: to, we went to a couple i've been to two vikings games. yeah you guys went to the vikings games. Eh? yeah
3: yeah yeah
2: i'd say that was a pretty good spot to go for a first nfl game
1: yeah, oh, yeah. that's a sick stadium yeah like I'll, I'll cheer for the vikings now because i've been there
3: I, this this just goes to show like how much
1: i care about football
3: is because when you guys were there you guys were on the field because they were playing the raiders i remember mm-hmm yeah and there's a victoria secret model who's a massive raiders fan who you guys were in like i have i was following her on instagram at the time and she's still follower yeah jo, josephine Scriver.
1: okay so you don't need to say at the time because you're currently still follower okay yeah anyways thanks and then uh <laughs> <laughs> and then um
3: uh she was posting pictures right beside where you guys were standing and none of you guys noticed her.
1: No, no. no. You told us after and we were like, yeah, there's, there's uh, you know how you can tell, I wouldn't say you can tell that people are like someone, someone, but sometimes you can just tell that they are like, I wouldn't know who she was, but I knew she was someone. Yeah. Probably had a lot of paparazzi and she's probably really tall. No, I, I wouldn't, she was like, she was with another guy, but you know how, like you can tell by sometimes the way people dress or how they're acting, or if they're just trying to keep a low profile that there's somebody, but you don't, you don't necessarily know who they are. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll go somewhere and you'll see a hockey player and you don't know who it is, but you know, that they play hockey because of just the way that they act and like, right. So that was the scenario there. And then you had texted us probably half an hour after that. And we were like, yeah. Like okay, and then you showed us a picture. We're like, yeah, that's her. She was beside us, and you guys were like, you were like, you don't recognize her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like pissed. I was like, fuck, oh, that's unreal. I was just too busy at that game staring at how big the players were because we were on the field right beside them. Yeah, I can imagine. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. They're beasts, man. Oh that's my like, god. Have you guys been to an NBA
2: game? I yeah. haven't. I went to the Timberwolves game.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. Those guys, that takes you back. Like, when you yeah. see a guy that's like seven feet tall, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. And, he, and it's like, it's not like they can't, like, they can move too, like, obviously on the court. Yeah. But the NFL players are just like big. Yeah. And they're like big and wide. Yeah. They're built like
1: a brick house.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those, li- the linemen are probably massive. Okay.
1: Right. Yeah. You think they get fired up before games and stuff like in the locker room, like how like you know how hockey players will like they'll do the lineup announcements and like you get fired up with the boys in the in the dressing room you think they do that in the NFL. I feel like football
3: is not not as tight knit as hockey is because there's way too many guys on the team for that.
1: Yeah, but each team has like their own subgroups right? like the old line guys offense defense special teams.
3: Yeah, they're all like, divide, like, I'm sure the coach comes in and addresses the whole team before games. And like, maybe like there's like a, I'm, I'm sure there's some sort of pregame ritual involving the whole team. But like, I don't think it's like hockey is where everything's very team oriented, in a sense, whereas yeah, like, right. like you said, yeah, they have like all their positions that hang out with each other. And stuff yeah. like that. It's just, there's just too many guys. I'm, I'm sure those guys don't even like half the team like doesn't even know each other
1: yeah that's uh, that's true too i think there's probably players on the team that have no idea like they probably like defensive players would probably never ever talk to the quarterback yeah yeah like the like the the second string safety do you think he like
3: is has even like the quarterback's phone number like not a chance,
2: probably not yeah maybe like a group me like a group chat or something? Maybe, maybe like a snap at best. Like, hey, yeah. uh, hey, Tom, you think you
3: could bring me a couple extra things to practice today? <laughs> hey, Tom, I saw you signed that new endorsement deal. Um, and I need new cleats, so, um,
1: yeah, i in mind. You guys, um, do you guys like it when, when, uh, when like how do you guys prefer coaches to get fired up? Do you prefer like when they, they come in just kind of like subtle? And then you get the boys fired up after, or do you like it if they come in all fired up before games?
0: Uh, it I get
1: the I kind of like
2: when they fire you up because, yeah. I don't
1: know. The what, about, what about starting? What if? What about starting lineups? Like, so for for context, in hockey at least. The coach will come in, and you have to submit a starting lineup for each game before. And then, normally, either the coach yells it out in the room, and that's like kind of when you each team will have their own little individual thing. Do you guys like it better when the coach does it or when players do it? I like when the players do that. I like it when the players do that too. But I like when you do it, and you had the good beat to it. Yeah, I did it. I I don't like doing it. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the player. Yeah.
3: Because there's guys that are more quieter or not as as outgoing. Everyone's in like their mood before the game. So if you get a guy that's like too serious before the game, it's not going to be a very good lineup read.
2: Like you, for
3: example. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not good at it.
1: Have you ever done it, Johnny?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I did it. I did it when I was injured, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. And then maybe once once uh second year. Oh, second year.
1: Yeah, the good thing though, if you get the lineup and then the, you win, you know you're in the lineup the next game. Because uh you're keeping the you keeping the uh, streak alive so you don't have to worry about getting sat out or anything, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah coach. Why would you why would you mix that up? Yeah, right. you don't want to change anything, right?
2: Yeah, right.
1: So exactly. that's coach,
2: not always good. the case, but I was dash five tonight and we won. So you don't gotta take me out. <laughs>
1: yeah. I uh I was funny story. I was actually just talking to my brother who's in BC right now, and he was he had a game on Saturday last week and I was watching the USC fights that didn't catch his game. Thank God I didn't catch it because they lost 12 0. And he said that they only had four D and eight forwards because they had guys away at other camps and uh guys were sick and stuff, I guess. So they, they they were short-handed, but he was reading me the his stats for the game and he said that he was minus eight, which means he was on for eight goals against eight of the twelve.
3: <laughs> what?
1: Yeah. So I said, but that's not like you should probably just wipe that one and never think about it again. Is it, yeah. is that preseason or regular season? No, it was uh it was the second game of the regular season.
3: Oh my god.
1: So that's on
2: the
3: stat sheet, eh?
1: Yeah, so you, yeah, it's gonna be tough to dig your way out of a a minus eight hole
3: well you know what i think on that one you can look at the context but dash eight's pretty tough but uh
1: what's the most minuses you've ever taken in a game
3: oh uh in junior my 19 year old year i think i was i think i was dash four or dash five one game
2: yeah i've definitely had a few four and five
3: games and Uh, think five my worst probably uh And uh, the the one it was literally <laughs> it was so bad it was three shifts in a row. Me and my D partner got scored on. Oh yeah, that's not good. Like so, we're out there. You got scored on, taken off. Two other D pairings go. We're out again. Score back through the rotation again. Boom, scored on. And then the best <laughs> the best was our coach came all the way down from like the other side of the bench looks at me and my D partner and goes, you guys like finished or like you guys done getting scored on tonight or, <laughs> and we're like, I, I don't know. We looked at him and then like, just kind of look back at the ice because like saying nothing to that is probably the best answer that you can give.
1: Yeah. Or cause like if you tried to justify it, then they'd get pissed probably, you know?
3: Yeah. Like you can't make excuses and you definitely can't say, yeah, no, we're done tonight coach. Yeah, because then <laughs> if you go out and get scored on again,
1: then you're then your chicken noodle soup.
3: Yeah, on top of sounding like a huge loser. So
1: yeah. yeah I know I forgot I went minus a- I went minus two on one shift before it was against uh oh in one shift, day. Eh? It, w- it was against Tyson jost He is playing oh. for Minnesota now, but yeah. I played against him one year in junior and I got out there at the end of his shift he ended up scoring on us i was like oh god like whatever then um went to the face off he stayed out we lost the we won the draw then we iced the puck so he couldn't change because i'm not supposed to be out there against him i would have been taken off immediately iced it came back into our zone. they won the draw scored minus two on one shift and then i think that was my last shift of the game it was like the second period that's tough yeah so I rode some pine after that. My first year I didn't play too much, but me and the backup goalie, when I was on the bench with him, uh, I'd sit beside him and he'd have like Skittles and stuff and we'd just kind of sit there and snack. Oh just yeah. Yeah, I just yuck it up. There you go. Um, a little, little
2: bit of extra padding in your elbow pads for leaning over the boards.
1: Yeah, I had to, I, I would just sit there and then if there was like a penalty that needed to be served or something, I would normally go over and sit in the box. <laughs> and, then and then i'd get to shift when i came out of the box i'd like normally be able to go skate around and then go back to the bench after what's uh
3: if you guys can say what's what's the worst a coach has ever ripped you
1: oh yeah i got a good one i'm not gonna mention yeah, the coach's right. name
3: yeah, yeah, yeah you can leave out names or team whatever because like then that's easy to narrow down but
1: um okay so mine was uh not in college so that takes out one coach and i'll say that just because people will be able to think that's in college but it wasn't while i was playing yeah. college hockey it was in junior and um we had a really good player on our team and he was getting kind of you know the other team was taking runs at him and stuff and i was uh i was actually the youngest player on the team at the time and after the first period the coach came in and kicked over the garbage can he was so mad that players were taking advantage of our best player and the, the garbage kind of all flew all over the place in the dressing room and I was just sitting there I, I didn't play I hadn't played very much in the first period so I had I had literally no outcome on the game and it wasn't my fault so I was literally just sitting there kind of like tuning it out and he was screaming screaming and then he like made icon- I was like I have the thing like if 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 a coach is talking, I try to make eye contact with them so they think, so they know I'm paying attention. Yeah. That way, they don't, they won't single you out if you look at them. Yeah. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely,
1: absolutely backfired on me because I looked, I looked at him. He made eye contact with me, and started screaming, "Who's gonna do something? Who is gonna do something?" While he's staring at me, and he walked. And as he's doing this, he walked over to me and got in my face and was screaming to the whole room. Somebody's got to do something. Somebody's and he grabbed me by the shoulder pads and was like, somebody's got to do something, (laughs) staring at my face. So anyways, that went on for probably one or two minutes and he left the room and I never felt more singular in my life because he left the room and everybody in the room was staring at me. So I was just looking around. And I was like, well, I guess I guess I got to do something. I said that out loud, and then everyone kind of started chuckling because, like, it's one thing for the coach to think that, and then the guys are kind of like, you know, yeah, you're right, but, like, you know, no one's yeah. going to be like, yeah, you need to go out and do something, you know, if yeah. you're on the team. So I was like, I guess I'm going to go do something. And then we were on the bench the next period. There was an icing call, and that this player that was taking advantage of the guy was on the ice for the icing, so he threw our line out and he's like, he just looked at me and like gave me a nod. And I skated across the ice before the face off even happened in the icing. And I cross checked him and dropped my gloves and started like punching him. And he didn't drop his gloves, so I didn't like end up getting a fight. I just got a two minute minor and a 10 minute misconduct and he got the same. So it was like he was off the ice for 12 minutes, but so was I. And I was like my first or second shift of the game. And so I served my 12 minutes in the box. I come back at the end of the period, like there's like probably two minutes left. Coach walks down to the bench. I, I'm just sitting there, like kind of defeated. And he just taps me in the back. He goes, At a boy." Sounds like so pointless.
3: You're like on so first line now, or what, Coach? So I was like, "So can I play in the third, maybe?" <laughs> That's awesome. I remember uh, my 18 year old year. Well, there was two incidences in junior where I got ripped pretty good. The one I can't really uh, say it's pretty bad, but. Um, uh the 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 other one was yeah my 18 year old year uh in in like junior b and junior a in ontario uh we have the red line rule do you guys ever have that
1: uh like two like two passes? passes before the blue line before the red line no no like in warm-ups oh in warm-ups yeah yeah oh junior yeah cross. So like cross
3: like if you if you cross the red line you serve a 10 minute penalty right off the bat sorry no 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 it's sorry not 10 you serve a two minute penalty like you start the game five on four yeah you start on the penalty kill and so i knew this rule but we were in uh we were playing in guelph one night and my stick was in the air and i'm skating past the red line in the air my stick i guess went over the red line yeah i skated by it and the ref comes up to me in uh after warmups and goes hey just to let you know uh you got two and i go oh like for what and then he explained to me i'm like oh okay no that's awesome that's great and then so we get in the room and i just i was just like buried automatically by the, like the whole coaching staff because it because like it was like a pretty important game uh we we're making a playoff push and fuck like just like you're third year in the league, you idiot. Like, what the fuck? Like, do you have any consideration for the team? Like, all I did was
1: skate by the red line. You know, you know what the funny thing is? That happened, oh. that same thing happened to me yeah. in the first ever junior hockey game. Yeah, yeah. I got called up as an affiliate and it wasn't the red line rule. It was the you have to be off the ice in warm-ups by the buzzer. Oh yeah. And did you and, know that though? And no one told me. And See, the like, funny that's thing not is, on
3: you. So That's- I'm,
1: yeah. I didn't get ripped for it. Okay. Because the coaches were like, okay, like you didn't know. Yeah. Um, but no one told me. And in the league I was playing in, where I was normally playing, not called up, the pucks were on the ice after warm up. Somebody has to pick them up. That there's no one that comes up. So yeah. At the end of the warm up, everyone else is off. I'm there picking up pucks, trying to be like a good young guy, trying to like you know, the buzzer goes and and the refs look at me and they're they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm picking up the pucks two minute yeah. five, two two minute minor start the game first yeah. game i was like are you fucking kidding me oh i know it's it it
3: like that i i remember like hearing about these rules for the first time like uh, i think the most ridiculous one was if you undo your chin strap yeah um that's a one game suspension
1: yeah like come on in
3: ontario which <laughs> i think look is, good out here like you could smoke a guy from behind or you can undo your chin strap and get the same penalty
1: Yeah, it's crazy isn't that nuts stupid how those rules work
3: but yeah it's uh but there there was one too uh, we lost a game i think we lost 10 to 2 one game and our coach came in and he's hooking up his laptop to the tv in the room to like go over game footage like in between periods and he got so pissed that He went to slam his laptop, but realized that he's holding his laptop in his hand. So he he had all this momentum and he came down so fast. And then as he got like to the floor, like he like just put it down gently (laughs) and put it on top of a goalie pad. And (laughs) so like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Right. And so he leaves because I think he was a little embarrassed. And someone went in the trainer's room quick before he could come back in before the start of the period and put two band-aids, like in an X on his laptop. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that, that didn't go over too well.
1: No, I can imagine that probably. Yeah, that,
3: uh, very, 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 very funny, but um, not, not at the time. That was uh that was a tough one to witness. Was it you? Oh no, no, no. I would never do that.
1: <laughs> we used to, um, the same coach that I talked about before, we we had won ten games in a row, yeah, and that's a, a long winning streak in junior. Like that's a long winning streak for anyone in hockey, really. Ten in a row. In the eleventh game, we lost in overtime at home. So we came into the locker room and we were like, "Okay, boys, like you know what? We won ten in a row. We lose in overtime. You know who who really was going to yeah. get mad at us? Right? We still got a point. <laughs> we didn't lose in a bad <laughs> in a bad way." He's gonna get mad at us. <laughs> so we're we're trying to we're trying to somewhat justify losing this game, which is fine. Like whatever, you know. And the coach always would come in after games and write the team curfew on the whiteboard so that everyone knew the curfew for that night. And like yeah. the nights that you would win, it would be be at home by one a.m. If you lost, it would be be in your bed by eleven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. You better be under the sheets at eight thirty. So this so our coach comes in. And I guess he had heard us kind of talking like in the room and yeah. he go, he's like, you guys think it's okay to lose? <laughs> I fucking think it's okay to lose. And then he turns to the whiteboard and we're like, oh boy, it's going to be a 10 o'clock curfew tonight. Uh-oh. And uh, he writes, he writes on the board, 5am, bring your running shoes. So after after winning 10 in a row, we had to show up the next morning on Sunday morning at the rink at 5 a.m. And he, he was in his truck and we had to run in front of his truck. And he's like, don't let the truck hit you. And we just had to, <laughs> keep, he had to keep running around this park until the yeah. truck, until like he was like, yeah, okay, we're good. I love it. I absolutely love it but like it was it was like as, as shitty as it was it was like so much fun to be running like you weren't running fast so you didn't really get tired but it was just more of like a mental battle but like you'd just be like shooting the shit with someone beside you and everyone would be making jokes about how miserable this is yeah yeah, yeah. you know the- been, like that that's good like
2: that's kind of the best part of those punishments is just like doing it together to the point where you're almost like fuck <laughs> like screw you yeah yeah <laughs> and they see that you're having a good-
3: the time <laughs> like a metaphorical middle finger to the coach a little bit and yeah all right like yeah those those skates were cool because then obviously like when you're doing that in junior especially like you look at the older guys and like see what they're doing and I remember uh I learned a learned a pretty tough lesson one bag skate when I was 16 as I was just going balls to the wall during this bag skate and uh it was one of those where like you go as a team, mm-hmm. and I was just trying to set the tone. Oh and yeah, we get back to the goal line, and I just get a fat two hander right on top of the laces from an older guy, and he goes, "It's all right to slow down." <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I go, I like it clicked, and I was like, "Oh okay, got it. Sorry, thanks, though."
1: Yeah, we're, we're the thing about those down. is the thing about those is like, you want to, depending on your position on the team, you want to show that you're engaged and that you're willing to like accept the punishment and try your hardest. Yeah, exactly. At the same time, like you're not like, it seems weird to say, but you're not trying to like make other guys look bad at the same time, or you're you're just trying to do it. Like the point of it's to do it together. Yeah. So, Like you're
3: walking a fine line of trying not to piss off your coach and trying not to piss off your teammates, Yeah. and especially as a young guy, that's a very fine line in certain situations.
1: Yeah, yeah. But
3: uh, yeah, I thought I thought that was pretty funny. Just a big fat two hander. But again, you learn at that age, right? (laughs) Okay, to slow down as you get older. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I was I was a lot slower after that one for sure. But, uh, as you get older, like it's not that, and it, again, the message is not to tell guys not to try hard and practice, right? It's just keep that steady pace and pace yourself. Cause you're getting big. Right? Yeah.
1: So do you guys, uh, you guys ever seen those videos on TikTok? They've been post. They've been coming up on my for you page all the time. It's the, the people that do the cave diving for fun. Oh, and it's the guy in between pillows well no no well i've seen that i've seen that guy he makes a joke okay, about funny. but yeah. these people go into caves that are like the size of their body and they just try and crawl through it for like hours and hours on end like how is that fun yeah. at, in any capacity i don't know I mean, those yet but i'm sure i don't understand that. yeah i don't understand how you don't have a heart attack and die of like claustrophobia yeah well there's one there the one the guy says oh my body can't uh fit through this hole when i breathe in so i gotta exhale and then crawl through yeah like normally that would be a sign like to go back
3: yeah or like if someone says like hey do you want to go in that just under your body sized hole be like no it's okay no i'm good (laughs) yeah how about we just like go for a walk (laughs) yeah or a hike or something i want a fucking cave i got you kidding me can you imagine the bugs imagine the bugs in that cave i don't think there's
1: just so much that can go wrong
3: yeah how about a tarantula crawls on your face and your arm isn't small enough to come up here and do this and wipe your face while uh you're in this cave and and your buddy who's ahead of you hasn't moved in two hours
1: yeah and he has to kick you in the head so the tarantula gets off yeah exactly because in order to get to the next
2: level you have to lose two pounds to fit through the hole so you need to Wait, yeah, yeah you, you need to, to piss just, yourself
3: you need to just wait till your body metabolizes two pounds
1: yeah yeah well that's one of the most insane uh activities you could ever ask me to do i would I now like i would jump out of a plane without a parachute before that i think
3: oh yeah no I, I would skydive for sure before doing that you no
1: know, the skydiving when they have it's not a parachute but it's like the the suit that has the wings on it where you just glide through the air Oh yeah, what are those called? Glider suits or something? Something like that. I would do that before I would uh, go cave diving.
3: Yeah, and that doesn't seem like the safest thing to do
1: either. So no, yeah. no. But, but at least is- you at least if you screwed up, like, you know, you wouldn't feel pain because yeah, you're just done. You would just be done. Instead, like, of, imagine just waiting like, there in the cave. cave, like yeah. you're just waiting to to I
3: guess die because you got stuck because you're someone you're to rescue die. you. You decided to crawl in a hole
1: in the middle of a mountain. Like imagine getting, you getting rescued. Who would even rescue you? How do they get you? Yeah. Like, would it be the coast guard it's, or like the fireman? Like imagine how pissed they would be if they had to come get your ass in this cave. Yeah.
3: They'd be like, yeah. oh, okay. You're in the middle of a and, mountain.
1: And how do you call them? Like, do you have like a an I mean, Apple
3: watch? Can't call them. Dial someone know where you're going before you go. Right
1: yeah, I guess that's
3: just, hey, hey, I'm that's going, going here. One. I'm going here. If I don't, if I'm not back in like a day, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> Things did not go to plan. Yeah. Then, the, then they're the looking they're their rest, trying to look for you in the caves and you just come out behind them. And you're like, what are you guys doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, why aren't you in there? Oh, you're like, oh, I just went for lunch. Yeah. Right. Like, well, yeah. Oh, gotta well, Thanks.
2: yeah. I got to eat. Up. I was stuck, but I got hungry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but the and
2: guy- And he's like, where's your buddy?
1: It's where? like, like I said, I got hungry.
3: The guy on TikTok that makes fun of that is actually hilarious. Like, he just, like, stops his face in between pillows and goes, oh, what's up, guys? Yeah, no, my buddy, actually, he hasn't moved for four days, but
1: <laughs> he's hilarious. So have you guys seen, uh, you guys have obviously seen the movie Goodwill Hunting, right?
3: correct yeah
1: so i got i have this link and i uh, i'm sending it to you guys right now and um i saw this video today about acting and uh i want you guys to read a passage trying to do your best uh, goodwill hunting uh matt damon impression
2: oh that's my uh look-alike
1: so i'm sure i'll nail it yeah exactly um it's the one it's the second second uh paragraph it's the one on the left clark no sorry it's the one on the right will yeah will says it says of course that's a long line yeah it's a long line i i'm
3: I'm not a good reader and i'm a stutterer
1: when i I read point though
3: okay well an actor learns their lines
1: no but this is like a this is like a reading this is like a script reading so that way it's in front of you
3: do we have to do the
1: Boston accent too? Yeah, you have to try and do the the South Boston accent. Okay. Anyway. I'll give you guys a minute to read it. Okay, so um, what I'll do is I'll read Clark's first passage, and then you guys and and then and then uh, you guys will each take a turn doing that passage of Will. The same one. What? The
3: same passage.
1: Well, unless you wanna do the really long one. Nope. Nope. The funny thing is like, this is gonna be so hard because well, for everyone, just so everyone knows I'm the guy with the ponytail in the bar that uh, has gone to Harvard or MIT or whatever. And uh, and Johnny and Marty will be playing the role of Will. And, uh, and he... <laughs> And he's a genius, but he doesn't have any sort of formal education. So so you guys are doing like a more rough, uh, rough uh, accent. And I, I'm like a, a snooty uh, college student. See, 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 um, OK, OK, who's going first? I just
2: have, I just have one quick question, Professor. OK um the one word after well says you just got finished reading some what's that word that m word mark mark marxian
1: marxian historian like Karl marx okay should i know who that is johnny yeah okay i don't thanks for uh chiming in there johnny um this is uh this is just because we're not in school anymore guys just doesn't mean we can't can't keep our brains sharp right so (laughs) this is is why we're doing this and uh people are gonna get entertainment out of hearing us read and uh yeah okay so who's going first because i'm ready to read my passage
3: all right I'll, i'll i'll take a crack
1: at that when it says of course okay so this is when they're starting to have a problem with the guy at the bar and the ponytail guy says his name's clark he says no, no, there's no problem here. I was just hoping you might give me some insight into the evolution of the market economy in the Southern colonies. My contention is that prior, prior to the Revolutionary War, the economic modalities, especially in the Southern colonies, could mostly, most aptly be characterized as agrarian pre-capitalists. Well, of course,
3: that's your contention. You're a first year grad student. You just got finished reading some Moxie and historian Pete Garrison. Probably you're going to be conceived of that till next month when you go read some James lemon, and then you're going to be talking about how the economies of Virginia and Pennsylvania were entrepreneurial and capitalist way back in 1740, that's going to last until next year. You're going to be in here regurgitating some Gordon wood talking about, you know, the pre-revolutionary utopia and the capital, capital form and effects of military mobilization.
1: Wow. That was good. That was so good. Bad, eh? That was so good, Johnny.
2: <laughs> you definitely conformed yourself into a Bostonian there.
1: Yeah, I'll agree.
3: Into Mr. Hunty.
1: That was really good, Johnny. I'll
3: give you credit where credit's due. I think my next step is I'm just going to go to the University of Toronto and go find a chalkboard to like do some math equation. But it, it'll be like it'll be
1: like some simple bed mass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I sometimes I do that if I'm bored around here. I'll go to I'll go to a school and and find the uh, equations that the teachers have left on the board and I'll just solve them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'll just go to like an elementary school and. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say then I'll leave the grade one class and move over the hallway to the grade two class and just keep working yeah. my
3: way up. Yeah. Just to show them like you're not you're not where we are, kid. Just yeah. Know. Just put
1: them in their place.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and then we go
1: to gym class and we're just bullying them. Yeah, like like uh, Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah. now, now you're we're all we're in, we're big, in big, big tr- trouble. All right, Marty, you ready?
2: Oh, I don't know if I could top Johnny, but yeah.
3: No, you got this, bud.
1: Keep might in mind, have Marty, you, have you have a
2: sore mouth, so people will give you to, a sort of a... I might turn the sound down so I can't hear you guys
1: laughing, though. <laughs> or else it's going to make me laugh okay i'll read the i'll read my passage again so that way you can have some some flow to it okay yeah no no there's no problem here i was just hoping you might give me some insight into the evolution of the market economy in the southern colonies my contention is that prior to the revolutionary war the economic economic modalities especially in the southern colonies could most aptly be characterized as agrarian pre capitalist
3: of course,
2: that's your contention. You're a first-year grad student. You just got finished a Maxarian historian, Pete Garrison, probably.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good.
2: Oh fuck, I had it. And it turned I a little.
1: It turned a little British at the end, but that's yeah, yeah, I don't know where I was you going. You doing an impression of uh, my dad or something?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I turned into a bit of a gangster there.
1: Yeah, yeah there was a couple different accents there. That was good though. And my lip is hurting so bad. Okay, well, we'll we'll let you off if you want to continue. You can. If you don't, we'll uh, we'll cut it there. I don't think I'm
2: beating Johnny on that one. We'll do no, that. that. We should do that again though.
1: We'll do that again next week. I'll we'll find a different we'll, do, we'll find a different movie, different accent. Sure. That was fun though. I had a good time. We could do that. Uh...
3: Oh, it's the what's that one movie where is it like, uh um uh you know what never mind
1: oh okay never
3: mind you, you can't really say what's that one movie and then yeah. like someone to help you out right so right
1: yeah no that, that doesn't work that way
3: so i'm gonna soak that one because that was a brutal thing to say but yeah
1: all, moving all right on. moving
3: on this week or what what We got a couple questions this week, or?
1: Yeah, we do. It's actually our new segment called uh, Holding Court. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I got that name because of, uh, you know, back in the day, we used to do court in the dressing room and we just sit around and tell stories and questions. And, you know, so I got the name from that. And we got a couple questions here. We'll do this week, we'll do three, and then we'll move on to our final segment of the day, and then we'll call it. All righty. All righty. Here's the first question.
3: So I'm not sure this if this is in time for the podcast tonight, but
2: greetings all the way from not so sunny South Africa. What has been your
3: favorite moment of summer thus far, seeing as it's coming towards the end? Love the content, can't wait to see more.
1: South Africa.
3: What, what was the question? I couldn't quite hear that.
2: What was
1: your favorite part of summer so far? I'm going to
3: say it was Disney for me. Uh, probably going to an NHL Stanley Cup final playoff game. Never thought I'd ever do that in my life. So probably that.
1: With yeah, the, uh, that'll be mine too because uh, I didn't go to Orlando, so mine can't be Disney. And that was my first time at Disney, so. And I, I rode all the rides. I so. probably would have picked the <laughs> Orlando trip if I went on it.
3: Marty, that sounds like a kid, like in like grade four, he's coming back, just kind of like boasting to all his friends. that, yeah, yeah, I went to Disney with the fam this summer rode all the rides by the way
1: <laughs> got some yeah. mickey mouse ears wow.
3: so i want you all to go home and like just think about that I yeah did everything <laughs> yeah my parents even bought me one of those fans you know keeping keeping cool
1: yeah and i got mickey's autograph so what'd you guys do this summer
2: <laughs> even got a picture with goof hi guys my name is meg i love your podcast i think you guys are so funny um i have two questions my first question is Do you still have the P O box in superior? I know Johnny is still playing.
1: Pretty sure we heard that one last week. My bad. Cut, cut, cut. Clicked on the wrong one. No, it's okay. We don't need to cut it because it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter.
2: Hi, guys. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Since the holidays are coming up, I wanted to ask if you guys had a favorite holiday and if you had any traditions that you do with your friends or family. Also, Taffer, don't give up on learning how to drive stick. It took me like a month to master it, so I can tell you it gets easier with practice. Good luck and love you all.
1: Well, thank you. I I guess guess I've already given up. So
3: I guess Thanksgiving's in like two weeks or three weeks.
1: Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that's well, normal. No, we,
3: we call it Thanksgiving. Americans call it Canadian Thanksgiving.
1: Okay. But I was giving context for our American listeners. Cause they would be like, yeah. they'd be like Johnny's such an idiot. He thinks Thanksgiving's in a couple of weeks. <laughs> that's what
3: happened first in uh, first year is someone's like, it was like some ho- not a holiday, but like some like special day in the States. And someone's like, Does anyone know what day it is? I'm like, Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. And the teacher looked at me and she goes, Oh no, sweetie, it's not. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. Oh,
1: well, thanks. <laughs> um Canadian, by the way. What is your guys' favorite holiday though? Christmas. Yeah.
2: Has to be. Yeah, you can't really beat Christmas. I think that's like when most families are able to spend the most time together. Really? Like, um, like what,
3: what tops Christmas?
1: I used to like uh, Thanksgiving a lot because I, we would go to like um, my uncle's place, which would, which we have a lot more family than we would normally have at our normal Christmas dinner. Um, but obviously I haven't been home for Thanksgiving in probably eight years. Yeah. So, you know, Thanksgiving's kind of not been the same, but I also like the Thanksgiving traditions we had at school where we'd do a Canadian Thanksgiving every year. We'd cook our own food and stuff like that. That was always fun. But yeah, Christmas for sure.
2: Yeah. You were the turkey master every year.
1: You were. I knew how to work the birds over pretty well.
2: Yeah, you kept the birds moist. That's for sure.
3: What would what would we always try? The heart and the neck. Yeah. Yeah. You got a house was there?
1: There's uh there's a heart, the neck, the liver, and the gizzard. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The the heart was interesting. Yeah, the, the the liver's not very good. No, the liver tastes and it, it's got a weird texture. Yeah, it's like it's a
1: like, gummy texture.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's like It's like a weird It's like
1: biting a weird protein ball. What's your guys' favorite part of the turkey? Are you white meat guys, dark meat oh, guys? Dark meat all the way. Yeah, I'm dark meat.
3: Dark meat 110 percent Really? Yeah, white meat Like my dry. turkey
2: nice and
1: dry. Yeah, I oh. figured. <laughs> like that's the griswolds uh christmas when they cut the turkey <laughs> it, and it's just bones and it screams <laughs> that that dry like chips yeah i like it
2: i like it like that that's awesome with lots of gravy and potatoes and pierogies
1: yeah pierogies are something i never had at thanksgiving before i met you yeah me neither
3: never and i'd never never had mac and cheese on thanksgiving before either
1: yeah i'm not a fan of that that's That's like weird. They're just too much. Like you got to get the mashed potatoes and gravy. And then that's just kind of enough carbs. Yeah. And then you can have your like potato casseroles or whatever, but.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: We usually have a lasagna. Right. Yeah. yeah, Of
1: course. (laughs) Okay. Should we introduce that last segment? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to need you guys to get a, a pen and a piece of paper. So how it's gonna work? There you go, Johnny. You're already ready to go. I also have one right here too. Perfect. Okay. So how it's gonna work from from next week on? We're gonna have someone on um, as a guest, and this segment's called "Are You Smarter Than a Hockey Guy?" and it's basically gonna be questions. Nice.
2: I doodle sometimes
3: when we're on here. You drew. You drew that. Yeah. What is that? just scribbles you should get that tattooed over your current tattoo on your shoulder Dude, that looks like kind of sick though it's literally just scribbles it looks like a bridge
2: yeah, yeah I mean you're at, hour. yeah that's that's the interpretation I was going for
3: that's the best thing about art it's in the eyes of the beholder right yeah right. and
1: yeah. the people that are buying it too oh can I tell a funny story actually uh yeah you could it's it's an open open mic night so Sorry about that. Cause I know
3: you're about to just get into the last segment here, but uh, uh me and my dad were at an art gallery one time. Why? Downtown. Uh, Cause uh, we had, I had a, a cousin who had something on display there.
1: Okay. That makes more sense. Like,
3: and and so like we all went and like me and my dad are like walking around and stuff like that. And like, we're looking at these sculptures that people are just like, just made like, and like, I the one sculpture was literally like these these pieces of wood like in a in a frame yeah and then with strings like these uh metal wire things in a bowling ball mhm that was the sculpture okay and we're like like we we started like laughing because it's like what what, what is, is that, that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like we we're just laughing cuz like it and with all like and don't don't get me wrong I don't mean to chirp this like I appreciate art just as much as the next person you know I I I love myself a good painting for sure but like a couple of these sculptures were like a couple crushed pop cans or like stuff like that and like just hearing like all like the because they were students uh in an art program so like hearing them all like explain like their thing not all of them but maybe like a handful of them were like oh it's up into interpretation and stuff like that and yeah it's like funny you know what i mean
1: yeah it's like it means something to them but then to you it it looks like uh it looks like you just like kind of pulled it out of the recycling bin
3: yeah yeah exactly like it looks like it's something that fell off the mandalorian and back to the future
1: right you know yeah but that's the thing about i think they call that type of art abstract if i'm not mistaken where you can just it's just random yeah sure yeah, I just made that. I made that up. I think, but, anyways. Yeah, right. Th- th- right. there's there's just art where you'll you'll look at it and be like,
3: I think we should do that. We should do a boys trip to like a modern art museum, and interpret some shit. I think that would be hilarious.
1: Yeah, okay. and a good use of our time.
3: Yeah. See you there. <laughs> uh, it's better than, uh, mossing out on the couch, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's true. Not really, but.
3: Uh, actually yeah couch time is pretty good we, we anyway, should get
1: someone to, to to paint a picture of us on the on the couch for couch time and that's what we'll call it couch time
3: and then we'll hang so, it
1: of the couch oh yeah that mean, yeah that's true awesome. and then in the painting is a paint is a is someone painting the picture of us painting the cat so then it's just like a mirror that looks yeah. all you could see like a hundred of us getting painted in the couch
3: and then while someone's painting us someone should take a picture of them painting us
1: yeah, so that way we could just have it digitally. Yes. And then we wouldn't yeah. really need to look at the painting.
3: And then we could hang both of them side by side above the couch.
1: And see which one's better.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think like, that would be sweet. Yeah, I think that would be good too. And then yeah. we could like sell it. Yeah. For like millions of dollars. And then maybe,
1: oh, maybe, and, then be maybe and then we'll maybe uh do this last segment at some point. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry I dropped my water. Um okay, so this last segment's called Are You Smarter Than a Hockey Guy today. We'll just be playing with Jordan versus Johnny. Um I've come up with these simple questions. I wouldn't be surprised if you guys went 5 for 5. So how it's going to work is you guys have a pen and paper in front of you. You're going to write down your answers. You're not going to blurt it out and then when I say reveal, you're going to show the the num or whatever, the number, you know, sentence whatever, you're going to show it to the camera and I'm going and then I'll tell you what the right answer is. If you get it right you get a point if you get it wrong you don't get a point it's pretty easy (laughs) these are what i consider to be simple questions
3: okay yeah we'll see for interpretation marty
1: right um first question is how many letters are there in the alphabet okay you both got your answers down yeah all right you got you confident okay you're both right that's one one
2: i saw that on tiktok yesterday
1: did you (laughs) yeah i was thinking of that pickup line
3: (laughs) uh it's like how many letters and okay i'm not gonna tell it anyways
1: next question okay the next question is what is the square root of nine Marty Marty's gotta come up with his answer. Okay. All right, show. Oh Johnny. Johnny has three. (laughs) What the fuck did
3: you get (laughs) 2.81?
1: Are you serious? Yeah, I thought yeah.
3: You <laughs> thought, thought it was
1: nine awesome. times nine. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, that was eighty one. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was two point eight one.
1: Uh that would be the only answer that would be funnier than eighty one. Is two point eight one. Oh my weird. god. For the record,
2: 30. I had a 3.96 GPA.
1: Yeah, for the record, Marty did have the highest GPA by far out of the three of us, so we yeah. can't really say anything.
3: I can only imagine what it would be if he took math classes.
1: Oh, my God, that was funny. Okay. I almost, I, almost choked, I almost choked. <laughs> um, man, Okay, but one thing I'll say is sometimes those simple questions will get you. Yeah. Like when oh, like, yeah. media... My
3: immediate thought was three, and then
2: yeah. I changed. The and then it. you second
1: guess. Yeah, I know.
3: Especially after not doing stuff for a while. I remember one time going back to school. I was writing something. I went to write the word of, like of, and I put ov.
1: Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, right? yeah. Bad bounce. Okay, third question: How many units are there in a baker's dozen?
3: Oh, I, I honestly don't. I've, I don't know. I don't know. See, this one
1: was up for interpretation when I looked up the answer. Boy,
3: is it okay? Is it six or 13? I do no, 12. 12 is a dozen.
1: What's your pick?
3: Marty, 12 is a dozen.
2: Yeah, well, isn't a baker's dozen just a dozen, but it's made with love? No, but it's got to be something different. Or else it would just be called a dozen. No, but they're fresh.
1: Is a baker's dozen 13. From the, the, uh, the research that I've done is in fact, 13. It is okay. But I couldn't tell you why. Maybe because like sometimes bakers,
3: like if you're like, you're a repeating customer, they'll sneak you a little extra muffin. So you're like, I want a dozen, but because it's the baker's dozen and you're a good person, they snuck you a little extra one. Right.
1: Mm. Yeah sure sure
2: well there's zero points each there johnny's winning two on i got it
1: it's the theory behind it is that baker's dozen is 13 because they the theory is that bakers used to skimp out on ingredients and they wouldn't give you the actual ingredients so now that the theory is that they put extra in which is a little bit more than a dozen to give you that a little extra I think that's what I want to understand from uh, Google I, I like my theory better but anyways 13 is the right answer that they so you're, not giving, you're not giving Johnny
2: a point there are you
1: I'm not going to give him a point because he uh he didn't write an answer on his score sheet yeah but that would mean he's you're still up two to one Johnny yeah totally fair what did he get right he got the 26 letters in the alphabet
3: yeah so I. Yeah, I know. You're yeah, up, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're no up no. two to one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Okay. Fourth question. How many continents are there on planet Earth? Oh God. Yeah, right. I'm gonna get this right. Continents. Not countries, continents. Johnny, you
2: know
3: the answer? I'm pretty sure I do. Are you confident with it? I'm I'm a little confident, but if it's wrong, I'm gonna be pretty fucking just guessing. I
1: honestly have no idea. Show them seven is the correct answer there's not 11 constants
2: <laughs> okay so i got a point there johnny wrote 11.
3: yeah so johnny you got oh yeah yeah right eh <laughs> i can't wait till we release the clip of this okay 11 continents
1: oh fuck. okay um the last question um obviously everyone's heard the news that uh queen elizabeth has passed away so this this last question um revolves around her okay johnny you, i'm sure you're gonna get this marty i'm not 100 percent sure you're gonna get this um how many years did queen elizabeth ii serve as the queen
2: got it of course he does like
1: yeah i knew he would know it
3: it's all over the news i don't watch the news I have a phone. Can I
1: use a phone a friend? I'll give you I'll give you a a hint, Marty. Okay. Um, Before I give you the hint, do you know how old old she was when she passed away? 94? 96. Okay. She was 96. She was in her mid to late 20s when she became the queen. I wouldn't say late. But, well, yeah, guess. I'm
2: just going to guess. But...
1: Oh, you're so close. She was 70, 70 years. 1952, oh, oh. bud. So close. She was She was given that she was, She was made. I mean, how do you say it? How she was inaugurated as the queen when she was 26. Right, Johnny? Yeah. That's a long time to serve.
3: She's the longest serving monarch in uh, history. Yeah. Uh, in British history.
1: Sorry. So, so yeah. That, close there. Yeah, you were close, Marty. we will give you that. I didn't expect you to know that one. I knew Johnny would know it. Just because. Uh, he, well, yeah, he watches the news, right? He watches. He wakes up and watches uh, BBC and CNN. So <laughs> yeah.
2: and, and he also has a phone. So
1: yeah, that's a true. Phone.
3: That. Yeah, it's been a pretty big story globally.
1: Yeah. Huge so. deal
3: um yeah that's why well i
2: think this game will be
3: fun when we get people on here yeah exactly when we get people that are like legitimately smarter than
1: us on here right yeah it'll make it a little yeah it'll be fun all right that concludes today's episode thank you for tuning in as usual and we'll see you next week